Hello, Believers. This is Dr. Shantae, and welcome to Branding for Believers, the podcast that helps entrepreneurs and influencers find the fuel and the faith to believe bigger in their dreams. And today we have a special guest that I have been following on Instagram. I've been inspired by his movement, which he's going to be telling you about very shortly, but it is none other than Ash Cash. Ash is a business consultant. He's a motivational speaker, and he's a personal finance expert with more than a decade of experience in the banking industry. He is widely recognized for his charisma. Trust me, if you go to his Instagram account, you will see all kinds of personality coming out. But this man has a passion for financial literacy, and he is on the forefront of a movement that encourages individuals to be socially and financially responsible. So Ash, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate you. Always excited to, you know, to, to co-create and, and be able to share wisdom uh, with, with your audience. So I appreciate you. Yes, indeed, sir. So please, um, let's start this interview. Uh, let's kick it off. Just tell us a little bit about who you are and what you're doing right now. You know, as you mentioned, uh, I am a, uh, you know, 15 year banking professional who started out uh, as a teller, done everything in banking from uh, personal banker, private banker, branch manager. My last position in banking, I was the CEO of a credit union. I have since left uh, the, the banking world to, to teach people how to change their minds in order to get their finances right. So they call me the financial motivator, Mr. Mind Right, Money Right. Uh, so I've been, uh, you know, I've written a, a few books. So I have two bestsellers on Amazon.com, Mind Right, Money Right, 10 Laws of Financial Freedom, uh, as well as What the FICO, 12 Steps to Repairing Your Credit. Uh, and, I, and I simply uh, help people uh, change their mindsets uh, as it relates to business, as it relates to finance, uh, and really help people live financially free. So uh, that's my mission. Uh, that's my goal. And, 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 I, and I continue uh, to inspire and motivate people to live the best possible life that they can possibly live. I love that. So believers, y'all heard that hashtag mind right, money right. And I know that that is going to be something that is incredibly impactful for our listeners, because one of the hardest things about getting your business off the ground as an entrepreneur are those startup costs. You know, it doesn't necessarily take a whole lot to start a business, but you do need something. And when you don't have that ready access to credit, it can definitely take your business much longer to get off the ground. Would you agree? No, absolutely. Absolutely. I think that there are uh, business models or, or there's stories out there of people who have been able to build a business without, uh, you know, without money from the ground up. Uh, but but for the mass majority of uh, entrepreneurs, you are going to need some type of cash flow uh, to run your business and not even just to specifically run your business. But but also um, there, there are there's a book out there called Scarcity that talks about uh, the finance, the mindset of people when they can't meet basic needs. So as an entrepreneur, if you're not uh, if you don't have your finances together and you are not meeting some of those basic needs, uh, you're not at 100 percent from a from a mind state, from a mental capacity where you might not be giving all that you can give uh, in, your, in, in your venture. So it's you know, it's really important that, that you focus on, you know, having good credit, having, uh, you know, your finances in order, having that emergency fund and, and you know, and, and living within your means until you're able to, you know, 
you know, truly flourish. So let's switch gears for a second. And when I bring guests on this show, I want to get them to the to the real deal. So let's let's get to some behind the scenes in terms of your success. I want you to take our listeners to a time during your success journey when you had to make a difficult decision. I think when you are pursuing your own business, you are going to come to some forks in the road. So can you take us to one of those times where you were at a crossroads and you had to exercise some faith and take a risk before you move forward? No, absolutely. So I'll I'll tell you one um, that that I that I uh, at at the time I wasn't necessarily proud of. But now, you know, I I love to share the story. And and this is a story of when I first left banking, when I first left banking, uh, I was 29 years old. I was I was I was actually um, about to turn 30. Um, I decided to throw myself a a retirement party because (laughs) I had just written (laughs) I had just written, uh, you know, my book. Um, I was getting a lot of publicity. You know, uh, Black Black Enterprise had just did an article on me. Uh, I was in Essence magazine. Um, you know, I was doing Hot 97 in New York, which is one of the biggest, uh, actually the biggest radio station in New York right now. Uh, so I was I was on fire. So I, you know, so I got beside myself and I was like, this is it. You know, I'm, I'm really popular. I'm going to quit my job. Uh, so I was actually working at Carver Federal Savings Bank at the time. I was running the main branch uh, in Harlem, uh, uh, controlling over $180 million in deposits, making over six figures, you know, just comfortable. Uh, and I decided, I, t- I, I, I said, this is it. I took the leap of faith. Um, and when I took the leap of faith, it, it felt good. Like I said, I threw, I threw myself a retirement party. I said, I'm, I'm retiring from banking. Uh, I put at the 40, at the 4040 club. People came out. I have pictures on my Facebook if you ever want to check it out. Um, and, 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 you know, for the first year, it was good. You know, for the first year, I had a contract. Um, teaching financial literacy with the city, you know, with the city. I had a contract with uh, with the city. Uh, I was doing speaking engagements. Things were good. Um, I didn't anticipate, though, that um, the speaking business was cyclical, uh, meaning that. Uh, you know, uh, during 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 the the, the summer months, uh, you know, the, so so I would say about you know, the end of May, you could still get you know speaking gigs, but you know, t- towards the end of May till about September, no one's really booking uh, for speaking speaking engagements, and if they are, it's it's smaller uh, speaking engagements, um, and so 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 that money stopped for me. I didn't anticipate that. Uh, the con- one of the, uh, the 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 big funders that was funding the contract, uh, they pulled out. So I went from having a big, you know, a contract that was, uh, you know, helping feed my family. And actually, uh, you know, my daughter was was two years old at the time. And, um, you know, I had a mortgage, everything. And uh, from there, my, you know, everything started going downhill. I, I almost lost my home. Uh, so I fell behind on my mortgage. Um, I actually had to put the house on for sale. Um, it, you know, it, it was uh, I had to put it on short sale because uh, the bank was 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 coming down on us, and it was a a very uh, deep and depressing time in my life because um, I knew that I was in this situation not because of um, you know something that happened to me, something that I I created, right? So I wanted to follow this dream, um, and and not and, and I didn't re- regret following the dream, but I think the manner in which I went about it, um, you know, is is is, is why it happened, and not saying that. You know, it was, it was the retirement party, but it was uh, it, it was it was lack of proper planning. So I didn't plan for some of the things that 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 happened. Um, and you know, you know, I, I had some savings, I, you know, obviously, but I, I did have some savings. But by the time those savings kind of ran out, 
Um, you know, I, I was I was sitting in my driveway. You know, I had a, had a truck uh, at the time. I'm sitting in the driveway in my truck uh, and literally crying and feeling uh, embarrassed, feeling, uh, you know, depressed because I have a two year old daughter. I don't know how I'm going to pay the mortgage. I don't know. How I'm a feeder. It was just a, a rough, rough time in my life. Um, but I'm happy it did happen, though, because it humbled me uh, 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 severely. Uh, it, 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 it made me realize that it's not about you. Right. So I so I, I realized that God has given me a gift uh, to be able to, to talk to people, to motivate people, to inspire people. Uh, but but at the time that I, I decided to, you know, to, to quit my job, uh, it was about me. I was I was uh, I was quote, I wasn't famous, but I. I had enough publicity that I thought I was, and I started letting that get to my head. You know, they, they say fame is, is, is one of the worst drugs in the world, and it absolutely is. You know, uh, going places and, 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 you know, all your peers are recognizing you, and uh, one thing I, I, I realized fast, fame does not equal money. So even while I was going through foreclosure, people were still booking me, uh, not for, for, you know, speaking gigs. Uh, you know, I was, I was making some money, but not as much as, as I needed to, to, to maintain everything. Uh, but, but, but uh, you know, I was still getting, you know, blogs and, 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 and television and all these different interviews. So I'm going there knowing I'm in foreclosure, still, you know, having to keep up a face and, and be this. And, and think about this, though, for, for a second. Uh, I am a financial expert, though, too. That's my, you know, my book, My Right Money Right was out. And then I'm going through foreclosure. It was it was very embarrassing for me. But again, it uh, it humbled me. It got me to a space where I realized uh, that you have to you have to focus first. You have to plan purposefully uh, and, and, and make sure you have your plan in order. Uh, but then also, uh, as you're planning, you have to make sure you understand your intention. So who are you really serving and serve serve who, who you are here to serve uh, and do it in a manner that is not about you. You have to be a giver. Uh, and and, and I, I bounced back, obviously, from that. Uh, and, and but it, but it's, it was it's definitely been a uh, a learning lesson that I again I wouldn't I wouldn't exchange it for the world I think it was a it was a, a learning lesson that I needed God God wanted to show me you know that that you know I I didn't save you from all the things I saved you from so I so I grew up in the projects uh, in Harlem New York uh, Saint Nicholas projects. Um, Single, you know, single parent home. My 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 dad left, uh, you know, when I was when I was uh, two years old. So my mom raised me, my sister, my my brother. Um, you know, grew up low income. Was always sort of like a entrepreneur, a grinder. Uh, you know, packing bags at nine years old to to to, to feed the family, uh, selling mixtapes, C- CDs. Uh, but I did get in trouble a lot. You know, growing up, kicked out of school a lot, um, and and got into a lot of trouble. So, uh, and I give you this background because. Um, I realized that, you know, for me to be able to come from that where, um, you know, the prediction was that I'd be dead or in jail by 25. But then by 24, I was a VP of of one of the the largest financial institutions in the world to come from that. It wasn't me. It was it was a higher power looking over me. And, I, you know, I realized through 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 my through my uh, my overconfidence, not overconfidence, arrogant, because I don't think you can be overconfident, but through my arrogance and and, and, and not planning uh, purposefully that, you know, God didn't save me through all of that just so that I can flaunt and and say, look, look at me, look at me. It was really to, to really serve the people. Um, and, and that's what I do now. I, I make sure that my intention is to serve the people. You know, Ash, I, I, 
you just spoke a powerful word there. And, and I want to pull a couple of things out of your story, just some, some powerful takeaways for our listeners. One, you know, the Bible says pride goes before destruction, you know, so, so that arrogance, um, I know that, uh, it's trendy when we have these hashtags like fire your boss, you know, and, right. and retire at, at this young age. But the fact of the matter is, is that as Ash said, you have to plan properly and you have to plan purposefully. You know, you have to have an exit strategy. I know that it seems like, you know, we're going to walk off the job in a blaze of glory, you know, with our theme music plan, like, yeah, you know, riding off into the sunset into this six or seven figure dream. But it doesn't always happen that way. And something else that Ash said that I want you guys to pay attention to is that he said that he did not realize that the speaking business was cyclical. I think a lot of times entrepreneurs jump into something without really fully knowing the ins and outs of the industry. And every industry has peak season and low season. The hotel industry, the restaurant industry, every industry has these periods of feast or famine. And I think that oftentimes we just focus on the feast part and we don't really think about the famine part when things are going to be a little bit uh, greasy. And what I love, this is a great hashtag, fame does not equal money. (laughs) Just just because people are asking you to guest blog and and come on TV, um, when you walk out the door, they're usually not cutting you a check. So just because you have popularity doesn't mean that you have profit. So that that was very powerful. So you said that you have, have bounced back from that and let's go from, you know, you're crying in the driveway, you know, you are are being humbled and, you know, God is taking you through. Let's go to your confirmation of, I mean, yes, your confirmation of belief. So you quit your job, you had your retirement party at 29, there were no guarantees. Um, how did you know when you had made the right choice? When did you get that confirmation? So, so, so I, I had to, uh, you know, part of it was, um, you know, humbling myself more and saying, you know what, financially, I'm not ready to be on my own, right? Because, um, you know, I started, uh, you know, uh, not not having money and, and, and foreclosure and things of that nature. So, you know, I, I decided to go back into banking. So even after I had uh, my retirement party, I went back into banking, um, and, and I and I, you know, I worked at a at a bank uh, as as a VP, uh, running a branch in Harlem, um, and then you know. This time I said I'm going to do it a little, a little better, you know, because of my, my resume, uh, I was able to to really uh, go back into banking and, and, and command a decent salary. Um, so with that salary, I, I made sure that I was going to live below my means um, and really pour into my business this time and make sure that I'm, I'm, I'm secure. Um, so so I, I had to you know restock my my savings account. Um, I had to, to, to really uh, be purposeful about, uh, you know, uh, 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 focusing on my brand, um, about marketing my brand. Um, and I did that. Um, then enough, you know, while, while, I was, while I was building the brand and still working my nine to five uh, at, at the bank, uh, the opportunity came um, to, to, run a, to run a credit union uh, in, in Long Island City, Queens. And I decided to take that as well. Um, and, I, you know, and the great thing about that was that, you know, at the bank, uh, I was two people, right? So my so my government name, my real name is Ash Exantis, uh, and and you know I go by Ash Cash. It's a it's a um, you know a, a moniker of my pen name, a moniker I've I've gone through, uh, gone as 
uh, for a long time. Um, so while I was working at this big financial institution in Harlem, um, you know, uh, getting back on my feet, um, I was two people because it was a conflict of interest. So I can't be uh, this financial expert and work at this bank because, you know, at the end of the day, um, you know, that's not, you, you know, they, they wouldn't sign off on that. So mm. for a long time, I had to pretend like I was two different people. Uh, but then then when I got into the credit union, um, you know, part of the reason why I got the job at the credit union uh, was really because of, you know, who I was uh, as Ash Cash. Um, mm. So it was a perfect fit for me. Um, you know, I was I was working at the, uh, at the Queensbridge houses. Uh, running a credit union that was focused on low-income um, folks, um, and, and it was at, at that point where I continued to, you know, I, I was I was more humble. I prayed a lot, um, asking God for guidance because I knew that I wasn't, you know, my my calling was to be an entrepreneur. I've been an entrepreneur all my life. My calling uh, was to to inspire, motivate folks. Um, so I decided. I said, you know what, this is, uh, you know, when 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 I prayed on it. Um, I looked at my finances. It made sense. Spoke to my wife. Realized, you know, we were in a better position this time. Um, did a lot of uh, smarter decisions, like um, you know, purchase uh, some some real estate property and and had tenants and things of that nature to make sure that I'll never uh, have to go through the foreclosure project process again. So it was a lot of financial planning, and and believe it or not. Uh, you know, uh, my, my, I've managed finances for, uh, my, my, my biggest client was worth $22 million. Uh, so I've managed finances for, you know, for, for people who had no money, had a, a lot of money. Um, but sometimes you do not, you know, uh, take your own advice a little bit. Right. Um, so, so a lot, a lot of, a lot of the things that I, that I taught people about, I didn't necessarily put in place. So this time around I said, you know, let me, let me step back and put a lot of things in place. So I was able to put a lot of things in place. Um, and then I, so tonight I, I jumped back out in faith. Um, you know, I resigned from the, the credit union, um, in, uh, 2013. Uh, so we're going, you know, two years now, um, since I've been a, a full-time entrepreneur, um, and 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 you know, I I, I learned from the mistakes. Um, I learned them from the mistakes. So so the foreclosure, uh, the pre-foreclosure uh, happened in 2011. Um, so I you know I learned from you know I learned from that. It took me two years to really you know uh, bounce back and get back on my feet. And 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 you know uh, I'm I'm in a position where. Uh, you know, I have things in place where, you know, I, I can I can uh, grind comfortably. Right. And when I say um, grind comfortably, because uh, as an entrepreneur, it's 24 seven still. So I don't want to ever make it seem as if um, there, there comes a point as an entrepreneur where you're like, oh, I can breathe now and then I don't have to grind as hard. The grind really doesn't stop because um too much money isn't enough money because you just never know when, you know, when, when you work a nine to five, you know uh, that. And even when you work a nine to five, you never know. Right. So right. <laughs> um, as an entrepreneur, you have to, you know, you really don't know. So you have to, you know, make sure you're stacking um, and, and saving money and, and, and making wise investments with your money. Um, so, so that confirmation came to me uh, when, when, when I when I could kind of when I could look back and realize um, that if I didn't make money uh, for a year, um, that I would still be fine. Um, and that was the confirmation that said, okay, now I can really walk in my purpose because financially I have that, uh, that cushion that allows me to, to really do what I need to do, uh, to, to continue to build the brand. So, um, you know, that, that was that point for me. Um, but it wasn't only about the money. So I don't want to make it seem like, 
if you don't have a year's worth of finances, then then you shouldn't you know leave your job or whatever the case may be. I think it's more about um, it's, it's discernment. Uh, it's it's having that common confirmation, you know, that conversation with your higher power. Um, and you have to trust, right? You, you still have to have faith um, and you have to have faith, um, but you have to trust that when it's the right time for you to make a move, uh, that you, you have discernment, that you're in touch with your higher power and God is going gonna, is gonna to tell you when that right time is. And for me, um, you know, God, it was loud and clear, like this time. You know, I didn't, you know, because last time I questioned, I was like, maybe, but what if this time, no ifs, ands, or buts, didn't have to question it. I knew that it was the right thing to do. Um, and, 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 and I was fully in, t- in tune and touch, uh, you know, with, with God, with my higher power. And, uh, and once I realized it was time that I, that I made the move and, and, uh, it's been, it's been, it's been, uh, rewarding, uh, because not only am I able to take care of my family, but I, but I, but I get to pour in to people every single day um, and, and, and live on purpose. I love that. I love it so much because believers, you know, Ash just said a mouthful. One of those things is just because you have a setback doesn't mean that you can't come back. You know, I think a lot of times people, when they quit their jobs or, or maybe they feel like they jumped the gun too soon, they feel defeated that they would have to go back to work and go back to get a, another job. But but essentially what you did was you went back to your investor. I mean, I think a lot of times we don't think about our employers that way, but your employer is an investor <laughs> that allows you to, to build up some some resources, some reserves um, while you're building your your dream, you know, on the side. So that's one big takeaway. Um, another is that, you know, your mess can become a message. I know that I know that, you know, that on social media, you know, we can smile for the cameras. But right. when the cameras stop rolling and when the hashtags stop tagging and trending topics, you know, you are sitting in some dark places sometimes, you know, and just because you're there doesn't mean that your gift doesn't have purpose. What it means is that. What's going on with you right now is going to be a testimony that is going to bless somebody else down the road. And I think that if if Ash had not had that experience, he would not have the same heart for people that you do now because you felt their pain. You felt it, you know, and it's different when, you know, you can talk about what you what you think, what you heard, what you might have read in a book. But when you know what that struggle is, you connect to people in a completely different way. And no, absolutely. I, I'm so, sorry to cut you off, but, no, no, but, but, I, but I just want to echo, like, absolutely. I think, and, and I, I thank God for that experience. I thank God for the struggle because when you think about it, um, you know, growing up in the projects and then, and then at an early age getting out of, you know, uh, uh, poverty, let's say. So I was in my early 20s, I was making a lot of money. You know, I, you know, I was making a lot of money. Uh, I was able to purchase a home at 24 years old. So, you know, I, I was on, on this high horse, not necessarily looking down on people, but I was like, man, if I could do it, I, you know, I came from the bottom and that was my story. Um, and, and so to, to be knocked off that high horse mm-hmm. and be able to now, like you said, uh, uh, you know, I've been there. So, I, so I'm not talking from a space of, well, you know, uh, anybody could, you, you know, like anybody could do it. Like I, I can really say, listen, anybody can do it, but this is what it's going to take. This is what can happen. These are these obstacles. When I, so when I tell, when I talk, I talk to people about overcoming obstacles, uh, it's, it's about, 
overcoming obstacles, then, you know, then, then getting knocked down again like this, you know, this, this, this cycle of the ups and downs. And, you know, that, that's what life is about. You know, uh, I, I quote Jay-Z on this a lot where he says, sometimes you're up, sometimes you're down. As long as you stay the same, it'll come back around. So, oh. so that's the thought process. You have to make sure that you understand that success is really about being consistent. That sometimes, and especially as an entrepreneur, sometimes you're going to have these high times. Sometimes you're going to have these low times. But regardless, you have to understand your why, understand your purpose. And as, as, as you're going through this cycle, you stay focused and eventually, you know, you know, things are going to come back around. That is real talk. You have to be rooted and grounded. You know, the Bible uses the word steadfast, unmovable, okay, always abounding in what you were called to do. And I think that when we lose sight of that, that that's when we take the fall. But the last thing that I, I want to want to hone in on when you talked about your confirmation is Ash articulated the difference between spending and investing. I think that sometimes when we think about our six and seven figure dreams of entrepreneurship, we thinking about the kind of car we're going to drive, the kind of vacations we're going to take, the red bottom shoes and the handbags and all of that. However, Ash said, no, let me invest in some real estate. <laughs> let me invest in some property. Let me invest in some things that are going to pay me when those speaking cycles get a little bit lean. And so just because, you know, you um, have this main job of, of entrepreneurship and that you're building, always be thinking about ways about how money can work for you instead of you having to work for all of your money. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, that, and that's key, especially, you know, and, and, and you hit it right on the nose, right? That's key because uh, that is what's going to be important. So a lot of times entrepreneurs, they start to get this cash flow uh, and immediately their thought process, like you said, get the red bottoms, buy the, the most expensive suits. And, you know, they, they, they want to look successful opposed to really being successful. So oh. it's important as you're making this money, you have to invest your money wisely. And, you know, for me, it was important because I said, you know, it, you know, as, as, as a man, I was embarrassed of, of you know, through, through what I was going through uh, with the foreclosure, with not, you know, my daughter's two years old, not understanding how I was going to feed her. That was embarrassing for me. So for me, I said, you know, never again. I learned from that. And so now the next time I got a windfall of money, it wasn't going it wasn't going to, you know, buying a better car and it wasn't going to upgrading my house. It was going to uh, uh, investing, right, investing uh, in myself to make sure that I am, you know, I have cash flow that I don't have to physically work for money. You know, they, 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 there's a founder magazine said that the average millionaire has seven sources of income. Uh, and, and I think that even if your goal is not to be a millionaire, if you're just trying to, you know, uh, 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 thrive and, you know, cause I, cause we never say survive. We don't want you to survive. You have to do more uh, than survive. But even if your, your, your thought process is to, um, you know, is to, is to, you know, is to thrive, you have to have more than one source of income. Uh, you can't only rely on this one way or you just can't rely on your physical labor. You have to be able to, to allow your money to work for you. So that way you have that cushion just in case something happens. Much agreed. Amen on that. So you have you have mentioned many times, you know, your faith in God and, you know, your You've, you've prayed, you know, you sought direction, you sought guidance. A lot of our, a lot of, of, of listeners of this show, you know, they are 
are in that place and, and, you know, they believe and, you know, they go to church, you know, looking one way on Sunday, but again, on the inside are still doubting. And this podcast is all about fueling their faith, uh, just yes. giving them that faith to believe bigger than that fear. So my question to you is what words of encouragement would you say to somebody who is struggling right now with whether or not to, to tap out on that dream, you know, to turn in that, 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 resignation letter, like, you know what, this just wasn't meant to be. This wasn't meant for me. Um, what words of encouragement do you have for people that are struggling in their journey right now? No, absolutely. So, so the first thing I would say, uh, is believe in your why, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, the, and the reason why it's important for you to believe in your why is because when you have, when your intentions are good, you can never go wrong. Right. Uh, so when you believe in your why and believe in yourself, you understand why you're doing, you know, why you're chasing your dream, why you're going after your dream. And when you fully believe in your why, nothing can really stop you. Um, and, I, and, I, and I think that, you know, I, I, and uh, they, they say faith of fear. Right. You can't have both. Right. But what that means is this. Right. If you fully believe in your higher powers, you fully believe in God, you fully believe in your higher power, you know that you will always be taken care of. All of your needs will always be taken care of, um, and you 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 you'll never want for anything, mm-hmm. right? And if you fully believe, and so faith of fear, you can't have both. What that means is, I'm not saying that uh, you're not fearful, right? Because there's many times that you know I, that that I want to do something and fear sets in. We're human beings, right? So it's not. I'm not saying that you walk you walk out you know in this world. As if you have no fear whatsoever. What I am saying is that you can't allow this fear to stop you, right? So you have to have faith. If you have faith and you believe in your higher power, then you have to find discernment. You know, speak to speak to God and let God guide your steps. If God tells you that it's not time, then it's not time. If God tells you that, that it's time, then trust and believe that it's time. Do not second guess God. You know, I, I use this. Uh, I use this this analogy a lot. Uh, where, where, where when we cross the street, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, whenever the light turns green, or you know, so so it's a red light, light turns green. There's a car coming. We'll still cross that street. The reason why we'll cross that street is because we have faith that it says walk, and and we trust that the person in that car is going to stop. They're not going to run us over. Right. So this person at this moment technically has your life in their hands. You don't know this person from a hole in the wall. You don't know who this person is. You, you, you don't understand. You don't know this person, but still you trust that system, that system that, that, that says, because it's green, I can walk across the street and this car is not going to hit me. Right. I say that we live our whole life with God guiding us and he's never, ever let us down. So how can you possibly have more faith in a stranger than you have faith in yourself or, 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 or faith in yourself and faith in God? So really, you know, believe in your why. Know that God will never let you down. You know, understand why you're doing what you need to do. Um, uh, you know, understand why you're doing it. And, and just believe that that when God tells you it's time, then it's time you need to do it. The second thing I would say is get out of your own way. Hmm. We hold us back. 
Nobody else can stop you. Who God bless, no man can curse. Nobody can stop you. But a lot of times we are uh, in our own way. We stand in our own way. We allow, uh, you know, we allow things that don't even matter to, to consume us. Um, so get out of your own way. Make sure you stay laser, laser, laser focused on your dreams because that's the only way you're going to allow, it's, it's going to happen, right? So you may be going through adversity. You may be going through, you know, a tough time. You may be, you know, uh, questioning whether I should be doing this or not. But get out of your own way. Stop harping on the negative, right? And that's why, you know, they call me the financial motivator because my goal is to motivate you to, to move forward. So whatever your current circumstance is, all right, it is what it is. By harping on that, it's not going to make it better. Focus on your solutions. Focus on what you can do today, right? Yesterday is dead and gone. Yesterday doesn't even want you anymore. Tomorrow, you don't even know. It, it, it doesn't even exist. No one has ever lived tomorrow. You live today. Tomorrow is just a, a figment of our imagination. It's about today. So focus on what can you do today. Tomorrow is, is, a, is, is a myth. It's a mystery. No one has ever said, you know what? I saw tomorrow and tomorrow was great. No, you see today. <laughs> That's right. right. You see today. So focus on today. Focus on, you know, what you can do now. And if you focus on your now, everything will work. Focus on one brick at a time. Make 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 the brick that you're currently working on the best brick that you could possibly make it. Then you move on to the next brick. If you do that consistently over and over and over again, you focus on that one brick, eventually you'll have a wall. But not just any wall. You'll have a wall that is built strong. You know, it, it can't be broken down easily. And that's how we have to focus. We have to focus on our, our brick. What is the brick that you can focus on today? Today is your brick. Don't, don't worry about what happened in the past. Don't worry about what can happen in the future. Worry about today. What is that brick that you can focus on? Make And that's today. Today, make it the best possible day that you can make it. And then after you do that, then if you when, when you when you look back, you're going to look at, at what you built. And you're going to say, wow, this is beautiful. I built this beautiful structure because I focused on the brick. One brick at a time, one day at a time. Just focus on what you can do. Everything will work out in, in, in your favor. You know, I love the interviews when I get excited. I can't wait to, to air this interview because, y'all, if y'all not excited, if, if, if you are not encouraged, if you haven't been blessed at this point, then I don't know what to tell you because that was a powerful word right there. Um, Ash is preaching the show enough gospel on this on this interview. So let's move to some some takeaways. I always want to leave our, our listening audience with something that they can hold on to, something that some resources that they can explore. So are, is there a book that you would recommend uh, for people? Your books are going to be on the on the podcast show notes so that people can access them. I encourage you to support Ash and get into what he's saying right now. But beyond your books, is there anything else that you've read that has encouraged you in your journey? Absolutely. So uh, two of the books that I, that I the, the, these are like my Bibles uh, for business. Uh, one is the uh, Stephen Covey, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Mm -hmm. That is definitely a book uh, that, that I would 
truly encourage anybody uh, who's going on an entrepreneur or, or any type of journey where you want to be successful, uh, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. And the, sec- the second book uh, is Four Hour Work Week. Uh, Four Hour Work Week is a very, very good book. It's by Tim Ferriss. Um, and this book uh, talks to you about, um, it actually gives you a lot of tools and resources uh, to, to, to really uh, build a business but be effective and automate your business, right? Because automating, the automation of business is, is, is beautiful. It gives you uh, a lot of great tools. Um, so I would definitely say these are two books that you want to pick up, Seven, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People uh, by, by, by Stephen Covey uh, and then uh, you know Four Hour Work Week by Tim Ferriss. Fantastic. So tell us, how can we support you? What is the next big thing on the horizon for Ash Cash? So, so, so I am uh, in the process of I have a big audacious goal of releasing 10 books by the end of August um, and w- one thing I realized was that uh, the mind right money right brand um, you know mind right money right it, you know is my book uh, you could definitely support me you know go to amazon.com on my website but I actually give that book away for free on my website uh, so I am ashcash.com is my website if you go to my website you can actually uh, get a copy of mind right money right for free uh, but I, but I'm in the process of expanding the brand. So I have a 21 day meditations challenge. Uh, and that's one thing I didn't really speak about uh, is meditation, right? I meditate every, every day. Uh, and, and, and that has given me that peace of mind. That's, 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 that's put me, uh, you know, in, in touch and closer to God. Uh, so I have a 21 day uh, uh, um, a money meditation that to help you retrain your mind as it relates to, to finances. So that's coming out. Um, I have a workbook uh, for mind, right, money, right. And then I have eight pocket guides uh, that I'm putting out. Um, so the pocket guides are, are, are going to be, uh, you know, small, uh, you know, uh, 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 financial topics, uh, but get, but but it, it dives deeper into those financial topics. So if you're looking to be a first time home buyer, or if you're looking to retire, or if you have student loans, it's specific topics uh, that I focus on, but, but but that you can keep in your pocket as a guide. Uh, so those are coming out in August. So I would say, you know, at the end of August, you know, please support, uh, but 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 also spread the word. I think that you know, for me, it's about. Um, just letting people know. So if you, you've you been inspired, if I have inspired you in any kind of way, you know, make sure uh, that you tell your friends, you tell your family, uh, you follow me on, on Twitter, on Instagram. Um, just really spread the word because God did not put us on earth for us to struggle. Um, and so that's my goal. My goal is to, is to, is to really help people tr- change their mindset uh, so that they can really thrive in life. Ash, thank you so much. Believers, I have been blessed with a capital B. You guys have takeaways or shout outs. Go ahead and tweet us out on Twitter um, at I am Ash Cash at Dr. Shantae Says. And I will see you guys on our next episode. Thank you so much for listening. Bye bye.